Shalom Lechem Rabbi Shai, good night. I hope that everybody is finding themselves in the middle of a fulfilling Yamtif, a Yamtif filled with Simchus Yamtif and Aliyah during this special Chag of Pesach. Mitzvah Hashem, on Thursday night, we come to Shvi Shal Pesach. Thursday night, Friday, Shvi Shal Pesach. On Shvi Shal Pesach occurred one of the most fascinating experiences that the world ever experienced. That's Kriyos Yamsuf. Here, after we read the Agada last week and after we went through the Makis and the powerful, powerful Mitzrayim that was one of the strongest kingdoms that existed, fearful kingdoms that existed, and how they had Kriyosho under, under slavery for <coughs> hundreds of years, 210, now was shown that there, there's no strength to that nation. The Makkah showed them that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is fully in charge. Not only does Hashem exist, not only is Hashem involved in the running of the world, and just as well, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there's no other power that can fight him. And the time saw that clearly, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took them out, Yad Chazaka all of a sudden, power gets another uh, another wind of energy. He looks out, and it seems from what he sees, that Klai Yisrael is confused in the Midbar. They come coming back towards the shrine. He sees that the Nebuchadnezzar in the Midbar, they're mixed up. And he goes and he encourages everybody who's left in the shrine, who was basically just happy to see that, that Klai Yisrael left, and they didn't want to see them ever again. He encourages them, no, we have to go back, we have to fight, we have to get it back. They charge after them, and Klaishol sees them, there's a fear that the Mitzvah are coming after them. Moshe Rabbeinu stands up, and Teis Yossi lifts up his hand, lifts up his arm, and the most remarkable thing in the world happens. Yamsu splits into two, the ground becomes completely dry, Klaishol goes through, after they finish, then Moshe Rabbeinu signal, then they signal back, and the, and the, the Yam goes back where he's Sonai, a blush of the Pasuk. It goes back to the original to the original form of what it was beforehand. And this was such a remarkable experience that happened in the world. Now we know this story, and we sing Shir about that, Az Yashir, but there's a background to the story that makes everything much clearer. When this happened, it sounds like, oh, Moshe, you know, Mitzvah was running after Kali Yisrael, and Moshe Benu was instructed by Kali to stretch out your hand and go further, and then that's it. You know, the Yam split, and they got through. But there's a whole background. When Kali said, the Atta Hermes Matri, you should lift up the Matta, the Medrash says, I'm a Moshe Lutni Moshe Benu said to Kali Shbrochu, Atta Hermeli, you're telling me, that I should lift up my hand to split the yam, and that the yam is going to turn dry. <clears throat> you made a shvua, Hashem, that you're not going to split it ever. It's going to stay the yam as the yam forever. And there's a back and forth. You're, you're quoting from one pasuk which shows that I made a shvua, I swore that I'm not going to, you know, uh, uh, split the yam, but you're forgetting a different part of the Torah. 
Maxiv Ayemelakin Yikabu Amayim. Hashem said that the water should gather together. I made a tnai with the yam beforehand. So I made a tnai originally when the world was created, when the yam was created. And I'm going to split it. That the, the after the Yisrael went through, the yam went back to its, its power, strength and power. So the Jewish that is to the tonight to the condition that I originally made with him that I'm going to split the yam for Klai's job. Which is really a medrash in Parshish Gracious. But the medrash says over there, Amr of Yechelon, Tnayin Hisna HaKadosh Baruch Hu Imayam. Shem made a Tnay with the yam. She Nikol of Nei Yisrael, that he's going to split for Klai Yisrael. He brings the same Pasuk of Yeshav Amr Yisrael. And the Medrash continues and says, not only did he make that condition with the Yam, but he made that condition with everything that was created by Shesh that it's going to change its course of, of, of running in honor of Klai Yisrael. I can see <coughs> that um, right? that they should be quiet, that they should be, they should be, that they should, they should, they should be quiet in front of Meisha, Shemayim Barat. Tveit is Hashem HaSherech, Shiyam Nusei Yeshua. When Yeshua was able to hold the sun from 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 going down, so there was there were other places in the in the in the world, the other places of the world's creation that became subservient to Klai Yisrael. So not only was the Yam was there a condition with the Yam, but also with the Shemayim Baruch and with the Shemesh. Now continues the Medrash, very interesting. Medrash says, so once he. When once Moshe Rabbeinu was told that condition by Kodesh Baruch Hu, that the, he made a condition, so now Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't worried anymore. So Moshe Rabbeinu ran right away to split the yam. When he came to split the yam, he put up a fight. The yam wasn't ready to split for him. The Malach of the Yam said back to him, in front of you, I should split. I'm older than you. I was created on the third day of creation. You're a human being that was created on the fifth day of creation. So I'm older than you. I have to go ahead and to change my course of running for you. As soon as my Shabbat heard this, he told me there's a condition that was made but the Yam's not willing to follow through. He's not willing to split. What He took Kaviyachal's right hand and he put it by the right hand of Moshe. He put his right hand <coughs> next to the right hand of Moshe. As soon as the Yam saw Kodesh Baruch Hu, ran away. As we say in Hallel, Paskin Tehillim, Shinema Hayam Rav the Yam saw the Yad Yemin of Akadosh Baruch Hu beyond Mara, or Shirosh Akadosh Baruch Hu, Shinas Yad Yemin al Moshe. He saw that Akadosh Baruch Hu put the Yad Yemin by Moshe, but the Yachal Akev he couldn't hold back the Yam from splitting. El Abarach Miyat ran away. Amor Moshe with Neimata Berach, right? So the Moshe said to the Yam, "Why are you running away?" Amor Hayam b'Tei Elokei Yakev Neirasei Shal Akadosh Baruch Hu. Because I see the Kayaka, that is Yad Yamin, is by Yad Yamin, and out of fear of Hashem. 
As soon as he lifted his hand, the water split. The waters were split. And the Medrash is the Dayak. It doesn't say that the Yam split. It says the waters were split. All the waters that were all the springs of the Baris and all the wells and all the, all the you know, pits. Nifku, they you know every place all over the world, everybody of water is split, Shadema Vayifku Hamayim. By the fact that the, it says Vayifku Hamayim, it doesn't say Vayifku Hayam. So here this Medrash needs a little explanation. Because here Maishrain was afraid to put the Yam. The Kashbahu tells him, Don't worry about it. I made a condition together with my Sabracious that this is supposed to slip with by Israel. So Maishrain hearing that goes to, to the follow through the water, and then the Yam's not willing to do it, and then you need the Yad Yamin of Maishrabainu, of Avakadish Bohu, to hold the, the hand of Maishrabainu, the Yad Yamin of Maishrabainu, to go ahead and to fight again, to, to, to go ahead and to scare the Yam, and then the Yam is ready to split. If Hashem made a condition with the Yam, so why wasn't that enough? And what, what's this Yad Yamin that he held the Yad Yamin? What's the, what's the understanding of that? Second question is we have another story that comes up. In the second school, in Zion Amaraus. Rapidicus Benyoyer, the great Rapidicus Benyoyer, was on his way to do the mitzvah of Pidgin Shui. Right? <clears throat> when, he, when, he, when, he, when he was on his way to do, to do the mitzvah of Pidgin Shui, there was somebody who was captured, taken into captivity, which is a tremendous, tremendous mitzvah, with money is raised for that in order to take the person out of captivity. And he was on his way to do the mitzvah of Pidgin Shmuel to free this person from captivity. Pagabeg Beginoi, Nara. He met up. He came, he came in front of the river of Ginoi. The name of the river was Ginoi. He came. Amalei, so Pidgin Shmuel said to the, to the river, <coughs> to the mouth of the river, Ginoi, halakli, emecha. <coughs> Ginoi, please <coughs> split your waters for me. Be'ever b'chot, so I can pass through you're going to do your creator's ratzen, to do pidgin shpuyin. I'm also doing my creator's wish to let this river run. After Suffolk Isa, Suffolk Yata Isa, you don't know for sure if you're going to be successful in pidgin shpuyin. Maybe you'll be successful in freeing this person in captivity. Maybe not. You don't know for sure that you're going to be successful. Ani vada Isa. But I know for sure I'm being successful with doing Ratzon Hashem here by letting the water flow. Amalei, so Pidchas Vinyar got frustrated with the Ginoi. He said, "In Iatacharlik, if you're not going to split, Bezrani Alechash LeYavu Bucha Mayim LeOlam, then I'm going to make a zera upon you that you're never going to have waters running in this river again." Halakhly. So the Ginoi, the Nara of Ginoi, split like like you know, split right away. Havahu Gava, and then it went back to its, uh, you know, to 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 flowing again. Havahu Gava, the Havadarichitu the Pisca. It was a person that was walking together with him that didn't make it across the river of Ginoi that was carrying wheat for Pesach that couldn't get wet. Split for him too, the Mitzvah Asik, because he's going to do a Mitzvah for Pesach. Chalaklay. You know, like a little sabbatical just went ahead and split for him. Havahutaya, the lover of Adair. There's also an Arab that was going together with them in, in the entourage, in the, you know, in the whole entourage, following together with them, and the waters already closed. 
good for him too. That the world shouldn't say that this is how he deals with people that go together with him. They only fend for themselves and they don't worry about the other person to go through. And split for him as well. Look how much greater a Pinchas Benyayir is in Maishu Rabbeinu and 600,000 Jews that were going out of Mitzrayim. The Luhasam Chadzin over there by Maishu Rabbeinu the Yam split only once. And over here it split three times. Now the question is even stronger than that which the Gemara points out. Which is which is which is a second question. Before we ask the question, if Hashem made a tonight with the world, so then why did Moshe Rabbeinu have to put up a fight? The second thing is Moshe Rabbeinu like come Navi Kamaisha, Moshe's honor me call other Moshe Rabbeinu who is the capital of the Torah from Hasinai and and gave it over to Klai So Moshe Rabbeinu right had to put up a fight with the Sasha Yam in order for the Yam to be able to split, where it was only only split was because Akash Bahu was Sam Yamin Al Yamin Maisha. And here Epitaphanyar told you know sentenced the uh, the Naginoi and it splits for him three times. Is it possible that Epitaphanyar is on a higher Madrega than Maisha Bain? Why would the Yam why would why would Maisha Bain have to put up a fight and, and here the, the, the Naginoi just listen to Rafisus Benyari right away. So, these questions are asked by the Rechaim HaKadosh. And the Rechaim HaKadosh says a tremendous, tremendous insight. Something that a person has to remember throughout his life. Now, read, I'll paraphrase some of the words of the Rechaim HaKadosh, Parashat Bishalach. It's in Parakir Dalad, Pasuk Chavzayin, if you first want to see Rechaim HaKadosh himself. This condition, which Hashem made <coughs> to Yam, this is the time that He made with everything in the world, like we saw the Bedrash earlier in in, in Pashbresh. But what was the tonight? It wasn't just the tonight that the world has to be subservient to Klal Yisrael, but that the world has to be conservi- subservient. Subservient to those that are learning Torah and that toil over the Torah, the people that have the Torah and that are and are toiling over the Torah, that if they need the world to be working in a different way than it normally naturally does, the world has to bend itself in order to accommodate the need of the person who's learning the Torah and toiling over the Torah. The last is called to do everything that they decree. Those people which are toiling over the Torah, they have a kaviyacho, a level of 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 memshal of rulership on the on the natural uh, forces of the world, just like Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Kaviyacho. That's how you saw Meishur Benu was able to nash the Shemayim Ba'aretz, and that's how you see Yeshua was able to stop the Shemesh. This continues the the archive. Now, but what happened over here? So why did Moshe Rabbeinu have to put such a fight up over here? So when Klayisho went out of Mitzrayim, Adayim Rekibu HaTayra. It was before the Baruch HaTayra. Therefore, the Xeris that a person, before he got to Tayra, when they came up from Mitzrayim, even though they became the Amashem, wasn't strong enough to be able to overpower the natural forces of the world. 
That's why the Yam wasn't willing to, willing to split for Moshe Rabbeinu. But Tom and Moshe, and that Moshe, he said to Moshe, after the base Bashishi, Ben Shlishi, I'm older than you. I, I'm from the third, from, from Yom Shlishi, and you're from Yom Shishi. That was a way of saying, listen, you, you don't have that license to be able to overrule on top of me because you're not, you haven't gotten the Torah, you're not a Ben Torah. She might have been Torah in Hukadamah. I continue that. So therefore, he, he wasn't ready to split for him. So what was the Yad Jinin? <coughs> so the, the Archaim Akkadah says, Zen is Chakim Hashem. That's what Kosh Bochu came and, and outsmarted the Yam. Kaviyacho. He took his right hand and he put it to the right hand of Moshe. Pir Shereth Hu Ben Torah. He was trying to show him as well that he's a Ben Torah. That he, even though the Torah wasn't given yet, but Moshe Rabbein was holding on the Madriga of someone that's the Kabbalah Torah there. And that's what like, the Pasuk says in Vezay Sabracha, Like the Pasuk says, from his right hand, he, he, gave, he presented them, he gave them the fiery Torah, he gave the Klai Yisrael. So the Yemin symbolizes the Kabbalah Torah. So that was the idea of Akash Baruch putting his right hand by the right hand of Moshe just to, to, be, to show the Yam that no, he's, he's one of the people that you have to be subservient to as well. Because he falls into the category of that Ben Torah. Now, what do we learn from this Archaim Akkadish? From here we see Akash Baruch created the world. And the world has a natural way of working. And in normal circumstances, a person has to be able to live up to the earth. We were, put in, we were created in that world. We were put into that world. And we have to be able to, <coughs> to, work, to work with the with the with, right to a person. has to make up enough. A person has to make sure not to... To, to do things that are dangerous, because, you know, we have to realize that, we're not, that uh, there's a, there's a, there is a physical world that was created. But when it comes to the Torah, when it comes to the people that toil over the Torah, when it comes to the people that live their life by the Torah, and the Torah tells us something which seems to contradict the natural force of the world, then the Torah has the Torah, and the person that's following the Torah, keeping the Torah, has that Torah to be able to make the world change its way around, and to, and, and to accommodate the person who's learning the Torah. And we see that by many mitzvahs. Take the mitzvah, this year in Israel, we have the mitzvah Shemitah. Here, a person has to make a panasah. It's such a sign, it's such a test for the farmers, you know, in Israel, they have so many different organizations which are trying to raise money for the farmers that, that they're having, uh, you know, the challenge of the Nisayin, of, so they should be able to watch, they should be able to be careful not to use their land. Here, it's something which is going against total logic. If I don't work, I don't make a panasa, I won't be able to support my family. What you're telling me, I'll have enough for the sixth, the seventh, and the eighth year, makes no sense. The answer is that's true. If you're working with the natural world. But if you're working with the rules of the Torah, then it all changes. It changes the whole story. The same thing, Misa. person giving Misa money. What does that mean? I'm going to give off my some money and that's going to help me, that's going to make me more money? Yeah, you're working with the natural world, it makes no sense. I give away, I lose. But if you're working with the terrorist con- concept of ater kater, right, so then it works with a totally different, totally different mechanism, a totally different, <coughs> it just works totally different. And that's where, right now, when we went out of Mitzrayim and came to Kriyasi Amster from on, this is a whole, a whole journey which we have now during these seven weeks until we get to Shuas. 
is to come to Gabbos Torah, where we start to realize, we have to think through, that the fact that we became an Amashem, and the fact that the Torah was given to us, puts us on a different wavelength, puts us on a different level of where, although the world has its natural forces, which we normally have to try to work around, <coughs> but when it comes to the Batsun of Hashem, when it comes to the Torah, we, that's our way of testifying and realizing that Akash Baruch is the very Olam. And the Torah tells us that this is how it needs to be, and this is how how it's meant to, to follow its way through, and the person does not have to worry at all about the physical, natural forces of the world. Everyone should be able to internalize this message and take it with them throughout their life and to be able to help them deposit them in their Shmir Tatayra Mitzvah and their Kiyam Tatayra Mitzvah and their Simcha B'Kiyam Tatayra Mitzvah that they should be able to come and, 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 and be in greater and bigger places. Everyone should have a wonderful Yom Tif, a good Shabbos, and as Hashem, Kol,